time and i'm here with keith <laughs> so what you're saying people <laughs> what are we saying tonight Wood, we're gonna start it and i cut you right off we're gonna start with this okay last week for the beginning of uh the rest of the world's new year not my own because you know how selfish i am right right, right. I, I wanted to get into the what i learned segment right all right <clears> here so we go i'm gonna start leading with the what i learned segment the what i learned segment is if you have a smart wife listen to her oh. i'm peeling potatoes the other day like i'm in a fucking refugee camp right <laughs> And I decided to put it down the garbage disposal. As I'm putting them down the garbage disposal, my wife goes, you're not supposed to put it down do the that. garbage disposal. Yeah. So, like, the grill guys, I tell her to go on Google, you know, and tell me with, <laughs> with uh, you know, it's some, some backup to this, not just your own opinion, why I can't put it down the garbage disposal. Uh-huh. As I'm putting them down the garbage disposal, uh, long story short, uh, my wife, Bobby Vila, is tearing the sink apart, <laughs> taking the potato skins out the fucking garbage disposal, because uh, apparently it clogs up your garbage disposal. Yeah, yeah, they don't go down well. Yeah, well, well mm-hmm. where were you last week when I was peeling fucking well, potatoes? Well, you could have called. Yeah, well, there's my what I learned segment. Don't put potato peels down the garbage disposal. Beautiful. I Also, what I learned is our listeners aren't exactly the brightest people on the planet. Yeah. So well, my I, hint last week was They're what? listening to us. Uh-huh. So everybody said... You can get that riff off it. That's a, that's a classic riff. If right. I said, oh, say, can you see, you'd know the, the rest of the song, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I do that, and I get meme after meme of Mick Jagger and, yeah. and, and, and uh, Start Me Up. Keith is Start Me Up. Where's my yep. shirt? Somebody named Danielle said, oh, Keith, I got it. I wear a medium. Start Me Up. Yeah, we know it's right. Start Me Up. What I said was, this is how my mind works. And it'll make a little bit more sense as we get into our mask off guest. So I'm not going to give it up now, but um, you guys aren't very bright, and I'll, I'll get the yeah. the uh, connection in. So emails, all right. A lot of let's do it. Uh, we got uh, vegans. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got David. David asks, "Are you going to make a grown man cry, or is Wood going to make a dead man come?" Again, that's off the barrel now. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Which I thought was actually pretty funny. A guy named Christopher, which is actually a pretentious name to me. Who the fuck goes by Christopher? You go by Chris. My name's Christopher, right? It's not Chris. He said, uh, Billy Squire stroke me. To me, the chorus sounds like (laughs) Stoneless Nutmeg. So when he goes, stroke, man, yeah. stroke, it, stoneless nutmeg. That's, that's what he calls it. Your tease reminded me of that. I mean, he, he didn't even fucking try. No. no. I, <laughs> he didn't even give it a fucking go, man. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy says, uh, postal employees may not deserve a Christmas gift, but they should oh, be boy. placed in a realm. Yeah, I know. They should be placed in the realm of public servants due to having to put up with assholes like you. And that's plural, <laughs> so he drug you into that yeah, too. Yeah. And you are an asshole. You're just not as overt as I am. Give them Passive the credit aggressive. they deserve. 
No credit given to the mailman for me, all right? Fuck nope. them. They act like they're fucking stewardesses now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know, shovel your walk, and if I slip, and make sure you empty your mailbox. Put yeah. your dog away. Don't mace me. <laughs> I mean, all that shit. Fuck them. Also, gang boxes, group mailboxes, are one-stop shopping for bad guys. Here's somebody who's really fucking paranoid. Easier mm-hmm. than driving past every mailbox to steal your mail. Then he goes on to say, smokers are a dying breed. Emphasis on dying. Smoke dries up healthcare costs unnecessarily, and cigarettes need to go away. See, my yeah. thing is, let people do their thing. You know, people are always bashing the gays. And here's what guys fucked up. You macho motherfucking gay or, or gay haters. My thing was always this. Even when I was a macho asshole back in the day when right. I could actually put a basketball on a hoop. My thing was let all guys be gay. I, I know where you're going, and I was going the same direction. More pussy said, for me, and obviously right, you. Yeah, I yeah. you. Can you imagine being the only straight man in your fucking city? Can you imagine no. that shit? No. How raw your dick would be from getting <laughs> it on? All right, so guys don't think outside the box. Oh, fuck them gays. No, everybody be gay. Matter of <coughs> fact, yeah, why don't you bring five or six guys yeah. with you? You know yeah. what I mean? All right, so he goes on to say, you could also <laughs> apply that to fat fatties, right? But when he calls them fat fatties, he says no offense. Why no huh. offense to the fat fatties? But offense to, to the smokers, Well, right? because you can say no offense and then offend you them. can offend yeah, them, right. yes. <laughs> he says, whose health care tab far, far outweighs, yes, outweighs <coughs> smokers. That is true. <sighs> no, but, what? but we have discussed, though, previously that uh, we're just keeping people alive. Yeah, that's right? all we're, we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we got motherfuckers no, just, no that should be anymore. dead in, in, a, in a Spartanistic society. They'd, right. they'd, be, they'd be dead and fed to the lions. But mm-hmm. my, my thing is this, man. You say smokers keep up the health care costs. You say fatties keep up the health care costs. Even if there wasn't them, it'd be bold guys like you and I keeping up the health care right. costs. We're Sounds trying to give them follicles. Yeah, we're trying to get their hair to grow yeah, right. back. So health, insurance companies are going to fuck you in the ass, just like airlines fucked you in the ass. Right. Remember? Remember 9-11? And then they all of a sudden now prices went, and now they charge yeah. you for the bags because we're trying to make our money up. Or Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Gases. Oh, we got to make our money up. <clears throat> fucking gas prices ain't been below 230 since that shit happened. Nope. What? 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. Fuck the insurance companies. All right? Fuck the gas companies. Right? Yeah. And the airline and the baggage and those fucking arrogant and that stewardess. And yeah, that's what I called you stewardesses. <laughs> oh, we're flight attendants. No, you're fucking stewardess. You're stewardess right? yeah. And the dudes are the stewards, which kind of always make me nervous. You know, guys. <clears throat> so, okay, continue. <laughs> you're going to leave me here, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Guys that are stewardess, stewards, well, stewardess, some of them, on airplanes, I would think they're like JV squad to the pilots. Yeah, yeah. P- pilots are the dick slingers, you know, right. allegedly. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know. JV, what's le- what's one step below JV? Sophomore. The freshman? So- so- sophomore so- and freshman, yeah. I have a good freshman crew. Good freshman yeah. crew. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I think you get the, get the the frequent flyer in the in the break room or whatever when you get off. That's probably your sophomores. Yeah, okay, all yeah. right, fair enough. Stewards so, are your freshmen. So yeah. point being, Jimmy, is they don't care about you. Nope. They don't care about smokers, they don't care about fatties, and they don't care about the motherfucking jogging marathons. <laughs> they want us all yep. to just pay money. Right. All right? So, Wood, What's as up? the screen shows, what do we got? We got a mask off. We, we got a mask off today. Guys, for those of you that haven't listened, um, so it, there's going to be a few new ones this week, so I'm going to speak to you guys. A mask off is when we bring somebody in that's different than us as far as uh, what they do. Knowledge. Yep, they know something a little better than we know, and um, <clears throat> we want to get to know them, get to know about what they do and, ha- and how they do it. So to start this one off, we've got somebody here. Uh, so for our mask off, who are you? Uh, my name is Shay McAfee. I tattoo professionally. Um, 
So I'm here just to bullshit with you guys, I guess. Professional tattoo artist. Uh, amateur, you know. Yeah, no, uh, professional. We're yeah. going to stick with that. Yeah, and there's my connection. <laughs> shit, let me cut you off. Oh, shit. There's my connection. Baronero now is from Start Me Up. Yep. Start Me Up is from the album Tattoo You by the Rolling Stones, you dumb fucks. That's how my mind works. <laughs> okay? It's not as simple. It's not a straight line. My no. mind bounces all over. So when I thought we, you know, we were going to have a yeah. tattoo artist, my mind goes to Tattoo You, look it up. And speaking of Start Me Up, have you ever seen that video? I have not, no. I want everybody out there, including Mr. Shea McAfee, to turn around and watch that video. To be that high and that rich <laughs> as fucking Mick Jagger, just watch the first 50 seconds. To see how high and rich one man can be. It is yeah. amazing. Anyhow. That's okay. Back to, back to share our mask off. <laughs> so, so, should we, so he's introduced himself. He's given us Shea. Should we clarify that it, this is not Shea the Marine? No, this isn't Shea the Marine because I think he'd have us both twisted up and supported <laughs> right now. This is Shea the Tattoo Artist, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Your name is Shea. We've given Correct. some uh, ball breaking to guys named Shea. I've heard Because it. we think they have titties. Um, well, how'd you end up with that name? Is that a family name? I don't know, honestly. I, I think my parents were back and forth on a couple different names. Uh-huh. Um, I think they wanted to stick along the, the lines of the Irish feel, and I think Shea just kind of came up. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think I've really asked my parents. I okay. Should, so, so a name like you know Frank or Mike yeah. weren't an option. Well, my, my, my father's <laughs> name's Mark, and so he, he hated the M's, the Mark McAfee. He hated that. So ah. he was like, we're going to totally original get away M&M. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hated that. <laughs> he hated that. Oh, man. Do you have any sisters? Two. Two little sisters, no brothers. Is uh, your sister's name Bruce and Todd? I mean, no, I'm going to fuck away. It would be like Killian and like Ray yeah, or something. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. All right, Shay, tattoo artist. How long you been doing this, brother? I've been tattooing now. Oh, hell. I did my first tattoo when I was 21, so nine years, I guess, now. Nine years. Yeah. You say do your first tattoo when you were 21. Were you in prison when you did this tattoo? Oh, fuck. I was in my parents' basement. <laughs> that's where they all start out. <laughs> yeah, it's in prison, right? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Let me, let me, I think we jumped the gun a little bit here. Two things that we missed. First of all, Snaggles. Second of all, we forgot. We didn't warm him up. Oh, shit. We sure did. Okay, so let's start with Snaggles uh, t- today. Shay, what are we, what are we drinking today? Well, I'll start with mine. Water. Ooh. Gotta stay hydrated. I got a hockey game tonight, so I gotta get hydrated. Oh, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Play a little bit of Red Bull here and that. Okay. Uh, apparently, balance. you guys are drinking what? Alizé? Alizé. Alizé. Like, like yeah. 90s rappers. I'm, I'm puffy and that's my fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> mace over there. Mace. <laughs> Can't nobody hold me down. And, and he's right. We fucked up for the new year. We got some layup line questions, is what we call them. Are you okay. familiar with basketball? Layup line when you go and yeah, warm yeah, up before of the course. game? Yeah, yeah. All right, so. We're going to hit you with these right quick. Do you make your bed every day? Uh, I do because my wife makes me. Okay, so if it wasn't for your wife, you would not make oh, your bed every no. day? What's the point? You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? I it, agree with it's that. It's already going to get messed up. Why would I do it again? The only reason I would say, I got two pit bulls. So they jump up on my bed, get hair everywhere. It maybe keeps it out of my ass crack. That's you about like it. You pit bulls? Yeah, hell yeah. Love pit bulls. I'll show you pictures of mine later. All right. Do you know anybody <laughs> that plays the accordion? Oh, fuck no. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> Here's one that we got zeroed on last time we had a mask off. Your favorite Simpsons character. Oh, shit. I would say, I don't know, maybe Groundskeeper Willie. He's Ooh, a weirdo. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's ripped, too. Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah, he's, right? yeah, he's, yeah, he's just a manly man. That's what I think I like about him. He's okay. a man's man. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and is he Scottish or Irish? I think he's Scottish. Scottish, he's Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, song embar- you're embarrassed to admit you like. Oh, fuck, dude. 
Okay, the Duchess record by Fergie, I am 100% into that shit. And I'll admit it. I Whatever, you know what I mean? That London Bridges song gets me. London Bridges. I have heard that forever. That's great. Yeah, that, that would be embarrassing, man. Last one, who taught you how to ride a bike? Uh, my dad, actually. Uh, they bought me a bike for Christmas. Uh-huh. Threw me on it. We lived on a hill growing up, so Ooh, shit. just you put me on it and just yeah. go, yeah. go. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. Watch out for the cars on the right. side, huh? <laughs> right. I, I think, and then my question, and I think this is applicable. I'm very curious. I've been wanting to hear your answer on this. Is right. Which era do you wish you were born in? Uh, anywhere between 1820s to 1840s. Why? Uh, I've always had a fascination for, like, mountain men and stuff like that. Mm. So the people that settled the West, mm-hmm. uh, rugged dudes that just, you know, knew how to cook clean Take care of themselves, fight off, you know, all that. So I thought you were gonna say because you wish you were a slave owner. I mean, I just oh, fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 hell no, hell no. Well, I and, and which is interesting because you you're a professional tattoo artist and um, you fish a little bit too, right? Yeah, I fly fish. I actually, fly fish professionally as well. Professionally? Yeah. Are Two you a professional hockey player too? Oh fuck. Damn. Uh, not so much on the hockey end. Wow. I, but, but so I and I so. The, is that the reason why back then? I mean, because you, you're big into fishing, you're big into outdoors. The outdoors, mean. yeah, mainly. Uh, my life is so crazy with the day-to-day people coming in and out of my shop, in my chair, having uh-huh. to bullshit with them. Uh, the older I get, the more solitary I want to be. And, and okay. something about them being solitary, horseback, right. you know, little ranch up in the hills. Sure. Like, something like that just, I don't know, appeals to me. Well, Shay, first off, I feel like we should have three different people in this room oh, with, the, with the professional fishing, the t- professional tattoo, <laughs> and a damn near semi-pro hockey player, right? You wear a lot of different hats, which I think is I awesome. Do. I do. Nobody's everything all the time, and that's why we do these masks can, off. Can I say one thing about his different hats that he wears? Go ahead. He's also a millennial. Oh, I'm yeah. embarrassed Shock to say me. that. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. Uh, so is my he going to open our eyes to a new? Uh, I don't know. Gi- no, we're going to we're going to throw it him. I'm going to offend just as many millennials. My as bad. Many guys <laughs> that's 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 my. Uh, I don't yeah. know. So yeah. you, you so tattooing is your primary assignment. That's, that's my income. Yeah. Where do you work? I I own a shop. Oh really? What's yeah, the name of it? It's called Tiger Claw Tattoo. How long have you been in business? Uh, we've been open now two years. Awesome. Nice. So it's it's. Fairly new. Um, luckily, me and a couple other guys that worked, you know, we got collectively around 25 years experience. And Damn. So we've Damn. all worked in the industry for a while, and we decided that the shops we had been working at kind of weren't doing the things that we wanted to do as far as pushing the industry, so we decided to make our own. Pushing the industry. What, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I guess in a, in a way that we were looking to make tattoos. There's all these trends that are coming out now where it's, you know, you see it online, and I guarantee if you Googled whatever, you would see, you know, bird silhouettes coming off of a feather or, you know, right. watercolor tattoos or portrait realism or this okay. or that. Or the uh, infinity thing with, like, love or something yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, what we would consider <laughs> Pinterest tattoos. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Millennial uh, shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up shit. One for you, baby. Go for ahead. me, I, I'm trying to keep classic and tradition as far as how it goes with tattooing. So guys that, you know, started... Clear back to the Edo period in Japan, uh-huh. um, all the way up to you know early 1900s, you know with the sailors and all that, all the way up to present. But building tattoos in a structure that's uh, cohesive, I guess, to 
not a time period, but more of a timeless kind of feel. Something that's oh, going to gotcha. hold up here in 50 years gotcha. instead of... <clears throat> not barbed wire around the arm and a I mean, shit, pad. dude, if it's done right, that's done right. You know what I mean? Okay. But it just depends, but you know? Like pinup girls. I, I see that you... So I've been in your your shop a few times. Yeah. Um, also had work done by you. Uh, I, the pinup girls, I see that you guys... Or at least that's displayed a lot. Like like from the 40s? Yeah. Like, okay. That, that I, I guess, I'm, a, I'm guessing, but that's, that's the way I see it. Uh-huh. Right? <clears throat> and you guys kind of go off of that too and, and then build around that and and I think that's pretty unique you know well it, I mean people that do things do things that they love correct right. so for me I love women why mm-hmm. not paint yeah. women you know beautiful faces beautiful you know structure of body all that stuff um, more of some of these guys like Michelangelo and these old painters and stuff would paint these you know beautiful figures it's kind of the same thing for tattoos with us okay you know? sure absolutely Shay I know somebody that used sandpaper to remove a tattoo they sat there and they bit on a fucking towel like they were in fucking, you know, Gettysburg War. <laughs> you know, they took a wood block and bit on it. Somebody used sandpaper to take the tattoo off. Okay. Um, what the fuck is that? I mean, do you do a lot of cover-ups or That's is that painful normal? Is what oh, that man. Is. Well, first let's talk about that <laughs> removal. <laughs> I've heard things from tattooing peroxide into somebody's skin all the way to the filleting hell? them off. Uh, yeah, that's that prison Straight shit. filleting yeah. it, okay? Yeah. So okay. I have some old books that it has a tattoo and it's preserved. It looks like a piece of leather, you know? But, <sighs> you know, you walked in, you didn't yeah. want, you know, Bertha tattooed on your arm anymore. You're like, married well, to Mary it. now, Cutting right? Cutting that shit off. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, I got a story about that. Okay, this old guy comes into my shop, okay? And he's, he's probably 70, I would say. He has, I think it said Elizabeth on his arm, okay? All right. And he goes, I'm having a third heart surgery here coming soon. I cannot die with this bitch's name on me. <laughs> oh, so shit. I'm like, oh, that's fuck. Hate. Right. Yeah, I like right. that. So I was like, fuck her. I was like, what do you want to cover it with? He's like, I do not even care, dude. We just blast this big panther head right over the top of it. <laughs> just like, got rid of that thing. I'm sure he died probably a couple months he later. He didn't die with Elizabeth. Yeah. On not with Elizabeth, arm. though. Nope. Yeah. Shit, let me, let me ask you this, brother. The history of tattooing, where does it come from? Oh, hell. I. People have said that, you know, tattooing's the oldest form of art. Um, yeah. they, they've s- traced them back to mummies. Um, I think tattooing at that point, though, was more m- medically based, okay. um, mm. if, I, if I remember right. All right. Uh, they found mummies that had, you know, uh, signs of, like, knee trauma or shoulder trauma where they had tattooed over those areas, and basically that was their thought process of, you know, basically oh, yeah. healing this stuff. Okay. Um, kind of... Um, like acupuncture in a way. Yeah, a little bit, I would assume. Okay. Uh, more, they probably cut it and rubbed ash or soot in it and realized it stayed. Oh yeah. So years, years, years later, obviously, um, it turned more into an artistic form of, of tattooing. Uh huh. Um, some of the stuff that I like that really transitioned from more probably medical based to, you know, what we would consider tattooing today would be you know Polynesian or Irizumi from the, you know the Japanese era uh, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where it started out. Obviously, okay. I wasn't around mm-hmm. then. No, neither was I. That's why I'm asking the question. Look at me to help me. But right? look up the Google box. I'm sure it'll tell you some shit. You know what? Google is a wonderful thing, <laughs> yeah. uh, as quoted by Mac from the Grill Guys. Apparently, you can learn to um, grill via Google. Yeah, and do well at it. How how much? <laughs> all right. So tattoo industry. When I when I grew up, okay, I remember bikers had tattoos. Of course. Yep. Um. Prison, prison, prison guys inmates, yep. and prostitutes that were owned by a pimp. Seriously. Mm, Combat zone downtown Boston. There was a place where you didn't go, but we went because we were an assholes, right? And there were <laughs> tattoo shops, and, and the pimps would take their girls in there to get their name tattoo on them. Oh, so shit. So when did it become 
uh, mainstream. Do, do you owe a lot to Allen Iverson and Dennis Rodman? I mean, in terms <laughs> like of athletes, the mainstream I, aspect uh, of it. I, I mean, me personally, no. I'm sure my genre or my age group probably owes more to Dennis Rodman wearing dresses, I would assume, than <laughs> tattoos. But, okay. I mean, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, man, tattooing now has become kind of like a, it's kind of like a fashion accessory. Right, right. Unfortunately, uh-huh. and it, that it's discouraging to me. Uh, because right. I can remember not saying that I'm the old OG guy, you know, because I've only been getting sure. tattooed for, you know, over a decade. But I remember going into a tattoo shop scared and nervous that I didn't yeah. want to offend anybody, that I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, on their good graces. Uh, They're going to fuck my tattoo up. Right. Okay. I also remember um, the first time, and you were at a different shop, but it was one of the first times I went in with you. And I, same thing, I walked in there, and I didn't want to have something that looked stupid. I didn't want something that was offensive, but I wanted you and and the guys that you work with to look at it and say, you know, that's that's cool, that's original, that's, and I feel like that's not the case anymore. Now, everybody has one. Dude, right? everyone yeah. has one, except for me. I'm I'm the only one in the room without a tattoo. All right. I'm, I was going to ask you guys which one of these things are different, and you, oh, he's black. <laughs> no, I'm the only one in the room without a tattoo. And you knowing that, does that make you hard in terms of like I'm I'm untouched? canvas. I'm virgin canvas. No, you know fuck I mean? that, dude. I don't want to tattoo anybody. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with a virgin, and I don't want to tattoo a virgin. You have sex with oh, clingers, wow. man. Clingers. Huh. I'm not into I'm, that I'm shit. Gonna, my it's bloody. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to bring that up. All right, so can you spot a prison tattoo? Oh, hands down. How do they do it? Do you, do you know? Well, You've never been to prison, I'm going to assume. Not prison. Oh. <laughs> 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 Me neither, <okay? laughs> No, but, uh, I mean... From what I understand, in prison, they do multiple different ways where I think the most common is they melt down the rubber, the soles of your shoes. Oh, damn. Um, and then from there, the person that's going to receive the tattoo urinates in this soot. Oh, so it's ah. sanitary. So it's sterile for themselves. And then they tattoo it into them via Walkman motors, uh, sharpened up, you know. Stuff like that. Um, I've made some prison machines as jokes. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> look, uh, I can do it. <laughs> I've tattooed myself with them. They look like shit. Okay. But it's because it's not intended to make a tattoo, right. obviously. Yeah. Right. You know? So back to my previous question. When did tattoos go from, you know, sailors and bikers and, and prison guys to mainstream in terms of businessmen and models and all that? What? I think it's always been, but it's been more discreet. Okay. Okay. So uh-huh. I can remember being a young guy uh, growing up, and and I would see these people that had tattoos, and they were heavily tattooed, but you would never know. Right. right. You would never mm-hmm. know. It was all covered up. Now every dickhead has a throat tattoo and a hand tattoo, but they don't have anything <laughs> on their whole body. You know, I <laughs> want to slap the up. fuck out of them. Well, that's so, because a tattoo instantly makes you tough. So if I, I don't know about tattoo, that. No, I think it makes you a pussy. That's the mindset, though. You see, you guys, you got that neck tattoo or that hand tattoo. You know, all of a sudden, oh, now watch out. But that's so. I've got. I would say from your guys' Sorry to cut no, you no, off, but I would say from your guys' perspective, because tattooing hasn't been as, when you were growing up, it wasn't as common. Right. So it looked that way. It looked scary. It looked like it was aggressive. Mm-hmm. Now, I see this fucking dipshit riding his fixed gear down the street with a neck tattoo <laughs> and f- fucking rose on his face, and I'm like, who, who is this guy? If it's a tattoo artist saying that, I love it. Go ahead. Well, so, I, I, I was just going to ask, kind of along those lines, is you, you're, you've got... Full sleeves. Of course. You've got tattoos on your neck. You got tattoos on your head. Of course. Right? Uh, have you, now that it's a little bit more mainstream, I imagine at some point, there, uh, and I don't know, maybe still, do you feel like there's a little bit of discrimination or oh, you time. walk in somewhere 
Um, and immediately they're like, oh, this guy's a shithead because he's tattooed. And we could see him. Constantly. Right? Constantly. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, 10 years later, I wish that I would have put the effort, not that I regret my neck tattoos, my head tattoos, my hand tattoos, but I regret not putting that effort into other parts of my body first. So okay. covering everything that you can't see. I have coworkers, colleagues, people that I look up to that you would never know they have tattoos and they're fully suited out. Mm -hmm. wow. um, like to the point where you would be uncomfortable sitting next to them naked because they have so many tattoos. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at. I, I got into it when that progression started where you kind of were peacocking almost in sure. a sense. Yeah. Not that I felt like I was peacocking, but that's when most of these younger kids started getting these what we would call warp tour bodysuits. Okay. You know? Warp yeah. tour, yeah. Yeah. You you play you play music so you need to look tough, right, you know, right, right. You, or whatever the Take case. Take the it up, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Take your shirt off and there's nothing, nothing. there. It's yeah. funny you talk about neck tattoos because I remember and you just coming from a guy with no tattoos, okay? I, I've never had an inclination to get one. I've never seen anything that I want on my body for the rest of my life. That's just me. I right. mean, Wood and, and Shea both have tattoos, and everybody's different, right? But I remember the first neck tattoo I ever saw was Allen Iverson. Okay. And I remember saying to myself, I'm glad he's good at basketball because yeah. where, who else is going to hire him? Because he, he couldn't get a corporate job. Right. That's me being yeah. prejudiced. You know what uh -huh. I mean? And I sit here with Shea, who's basically a renaissance man. This guy fucking fly fishes. I ain't been fishing since Florida 15 years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> he plays hockey. Um, me on skates. Yeah, good night. Right? You, know, you know what I mean? So you, you look at somebody, and not that I do this now, but you look at somebody, me, back in the day, and you're like, oh, look at this motherfucker. You know? Of course. Yeah, yeah. He, he's better be good at basketball, football, whatever. Of course, case. So, yeah. And the first fa face tattoo I saw was Mike. Okay. Tyson. Okay. You know, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck's he doing, right? But you see that shit all the time now. Now, unfortunately. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, and, I, I, <laughs> and I was going to ask you. I'll about also that. add into that that when I saw somebody that was uh, fully sleeved on their hands, had it on the neck, the head, I thought they probably work in a tattoo shop. <laughs> You know, just just my own ignorance. Right. Like, they test dummy. They test dummy in a tattoo yeah. shop. Yeah. That's just they go in there and that's what they do all day because you know. All right. So when I said face tattoos, yeah. you 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 had a comment there. What, what's your oh idea on face tattoos? I wish I could take the sandpaper to their face. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm so sick of seeing it. Okay. Why? Me being on social media obviously okay. helps my business. Let, let's hear it. What's your social media? Uh, it's, it's Electric X Visions. I'm on Instagram. Okay, okay? we'll get you five followers. Yeah, fuck that. I don't yeah. give a shit about followers. <laughs> I've deleted that shit a thousand times. Okay. Anyway, actually, I took a hiatus probably six months ago from, from social media because I would roll through my feed and every other tattoo was a fucking rose on a cheek or a sparrow down their fucking whatever. I, mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen FTW across foreheads on like a 21-year-old kid. It's not somebody that has full tattoos. Gotcha. It's some... It's Dipshit that I, he decided I don't know, in man. this moment I, I want this tattoo right now because I'm gonna be a quote unquote badass. It looks right? cool for the second, right? You know what I mean? For that five minutes of fame when you mm -hmm. go out to the bar and people are looking at you like you look cool. Well, I'm glad you said the FTW because my question is this guys or girls that have only God can judge me. How come they're always a fuck up? Any person I've ever had with that fucking tattoo, only God can judge me, is a fuck up. I'll tell so you this how for you that reason. That? Yeah. Well, this is this is what I've come to realize. People that get Just Breathe tattooed on them are fucking basket cases. <laughs> People that fucking... It, it's true, though. You wear on the outside it's what, you, girls, right? what yeah. you want to project. So yeah. to me, and... and I'm sorry if I'm being insensitive to some of these people. Never but say sorry on this show, Shay. Okay, fuck it. Not right. saying sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Here we Got go. Got you. The, a big thing lately is these semicolon tattoos, okay? Yeah, I've and seen And it's these. to show... Uh -huh. It's yeah. basically to show what... <clears throat> 
a semicolon in a in a sentence is basically like okay you have a statement and then it's not stopped like a period it would continue on right so your life whatever you done up to that point okay. you're done with what you're doing in the past and it's moving on okay, okay. whether you've had hardship blah 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 whatever continuance of a sentence with a different topic maybe usually yeah. yes okay so for me all i see is insecurities behind that tattoo i see that on you it doesn't to me it doesn't it doesn't represent i don't know visually if i look at your tattoos and i see say you have a japanese sleeve you're into japanese culture art you know right whatever right. food fuck it who cares but i just i don't know you a lot of people get these things thinking it's for them but everyone else is going to see that shit i was just going to ask and, and sorry to interrupt you keith uh, i was just going to ask you said semicolons. What are there some current trends or popular things that you see right now that's just it, it boils your blood? Oh, I mean, God damn. obviously you're a businessman, so you're gonna you're gonna tattoo a lot of shit. Of Get course, money. Right? And, I, yeah. and that's the thing is like I grew up in a in a street shop. Street right. shop is whatever walks through the door, you make those tattoos if they want anything. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Let me. Not anything except for that. All Obviously, right. stuff that's racist, you know, prejudice or whatever against, you know. Right. I, I just not into that person. Did you have people request that though? And you're like, oh, yeah, man. get the fuck out of here. I had an African American African American guy come in and want a swastika on his hand. Get the fuck Straight out of here. Straight up. Here. Okay, so and it's okay to say black. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right. All right. Well, <laughs> African is just so long. Keith, you forget yeah. I, I live with a millennial wife. I gotta keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dog. She's it's a changing me, it's, man. It's not a dog, it's a canine. She's companion. changing me. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not for the worst, but she's changing okay, me. Go ahead, right. go ahead. My furry children. So he comes in and <laughs> to preface, the shop I started in before I started there, within a few years prior, had been a white power shop. So everybody oh, that owned and or worked in that shop was racist as hell. So I, white male, uh -huh. bald head, uh -huh. walk into this shop and ask for an apprenticeship. Fuck yeah, yeah, I'm hired right away. Did you know but, that going in? I did not. Okay. But, but I knew I needed to get it. Into a shop. Back to the brother one of the swastika. Okay. How'd that go? So I get in there, I start working there. Confused motherfucker. He comes in because he <laughs> knows that the shop I started at used to be a white power shop. And so he had Nazi friends or neo-Nazi friends. The black guy? The, the black guy. He told me the reason he wants the swastika is because they saved his life. So to show tribute or pay huh. tribute to them, swastika on the hand. I said, hell no. You didn't do it? Fuck no. My motherfucker. Why would I? What, this I, is what I'm talking about. Remember when I talked about, I, t I, I don't know if you listen to the show on a regular basis, but I, I, I talked about, you know, celebrities adopting black kids and they got yeah. fucked up hair and ashy <laughs> skin and shit. Yeah. Yo, it is going to bring me to this. Look, give me a second. You have to understand where you come from. You yeah. understand what I mean? And you yeah. may say, okay, these white guys saved me. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Maybe they were just, you know, toying with you, torturing you, and you thought it was being saved, but... To have a swastika put on your hand as a black no. human being, that, that, that is fucking stupid. What it brings me to is this. Again, how my mind works. What are you guys doing for the brothers? Because I, I, know, I know a lot of brothers. All right? Wait. I know brothers that are dark as a motherfucker. And they get ink, and I'm just like, yo, my man, um, <laughs> I can't see that. So what are y'all doing for the brothers? And black people, let me tell you this. 
you motherfuckers ain't lined up with supercuts, okay? <laughs> supercuts is for white people, all right? I ain't never seen no brother waiting to get it. You know what I mean? No. Let's call it what it is. Let's be right. real on this motherfucker. Yeah, there's no sports. Ain't no sisters lined up with supercuts. So before you get mad at me, oh, motherfucker, we're all the same. No, we're not all the same, all right? I can't shave with a straight razor. If I do, it look like you took a pound of hamburger and stuck it on my fucking neck, all right? I have to shave different ways. I don't go to fucking supercuts. Well, I'm bald, so I take care of my own shit. But you motherfuckers with hair ain't going to supercuts. Shay, so when you get a brother that comes in as dark, and, you know, I mean, for, for me, the dark skin, my, my, my father was real dark, and he had beautiful skin in terms of never blemish. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just had great skin. So I think there's a, there's a pleasure to, to getting right. that dark, to have great skin. But tattoos don't show up on brothers like that. So what do you do when you get a dark brother coming? Do you say, hey, why don't you try some different ink? Man, you guys have been screwed for a long time. Let's hear it. Sorry. Let's I'm hear it. Sorry. This, <laughs> is, this is 1840 wants to be. Yeah, hell right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> tattooing, I, I mean, first off, tattooing dark skin. Okay. I don't, it's like tattooing a baby. You know, it's smooth and soft and supple. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is nothing shows up. So right. I get, you know, lady coming in here and I tattoo this awesome image on her and she went through two hours of pain for nothing because you can't see it three feet away. Right. Yeah. Which is uh, a big, call it real. Yeah. Call it real, it sucks. Yeah. Um, I really feel bad for him, you know, but if you're really, if you're dark skinned, you're trying to get tattooed black, obviously, or purples or reds or blues, you know, those tones usually stand out more than, you know, a black will stand out on dark skin. Yeah. Better than, than white. And let me explain that. Okay. Please. Do. So, cause I thought white would, that's, that's of course, and a too. lot of people think that. They think, oh, well, fuck it, tattoo white over it, yeah. it'll be better. It, look at it like if you had a car window that had tint on it, okay, and you take a white piece of paper, okay? That white piece of paper is your pigment, okay. which is your ink, and you put that behind a tinted window, okay? The tinted window is your skin that healed over the tattoo pigment, okay? So it looks awesome when I first apply it, and I've done uh-huh. it. I've put it in there, and it looks phenomenal, and then it's two, three days, four days, it's it's gone. You can't see it. Wow. Um, and unfortunately, you guys keloid pretty hard, too. Like, if you, you tattoo too, you know, aggressively on somebody that has darker skin, um, yeah, straight up, you scar. So, so um, <clears throat> kind of along that line, then, um, aggressive tattooing, or, or we talked about but kind of before we got going, uh, needles, right? Right. I, I, I've sat there, and it looks like 17 needles being jabbed into my arm or whatever. Does it hurt? And it hurts. Okay. Now, where I'm tattooed, it doesn't hurt too much, but, like, the underside of my arm, kind of by my armpit, mm-hmm. it makes me want to cry. I just kind of <laughs> go to my happy place, you know? I think about things. But I need some know. apple ale. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I do. <laughs> you know? So, and, and I, I got a question about that in a minute. But, so... Like having six or however many needles going into my arm, does that hurt more or less than if it were just a single needle or two needles? I personally, I feel like a single needle or, or less needles. Usually, they're they're grouped in odd number of needles. Usually. Oh, okay. Um, so, I feel like something that's more blunt isn't as of sharp a pain, I guess, as it would be with like a single needle. You know, single okay. needles seem to hurt a little bit more. Personally, I think. But is there? I mean, maybe outside of prison tattoos, but do you? Is that a thing? I mean, do people tattoo in single needle? Or if I walk into any other shop, is it typically going to be the seven, nine, or whatever needles? So uh, with us, you know, where we're more of a classic-based, you know, traditional shop, we're using anywhere between three to seven, sometimes nine for your line work. Um, And then as far as mag goes, you know, um, you can anywhere from sevens up to fifteens. Some guys tattoo up to twenty. 
25s, 30s, you know, some that ridiculous amount. But um, let's wow. let's say if you go into a, some Chicano's shop, for example, and you're going to get, you know, laugh, cry, you know, smile loud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Smile, smile, you know, yeah, 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 there we go. All right. Uh, show us how much I tattoo that stuff. Anyway, so... <laughs> They're going to use single needles, maybe threes that are tight configurations mm-hmm. up to that. But that's because you're going for that feel. It's got that more soft edges and it's got that more, you know, style. Um, they're lettering the same way. You know, they, they'll line that script out in, you know, maybe a three and then come back with a shadow that's more of a single needle type stuff. Oh. Are you left-handed? No. All right. I just noticed you were using left hand a lot. Can you, so you can draw. All the uh, shit you do, can you draw? <laughs> I can, yeah, but I don't think that, I feel like naturally I had a ability to create, but I didn't have the eye to create. Does that make sense? No, I don't understand what you just said. Okay, let's so, get into spotting tattoos like we were talking about ahead. earlier, okay? If you see an, an anchor, okay, to you that doesn't look at 50,000 anchors a year, if somebody out of their house did it or if I did it, to you, you just see anchor. Right. Oh, awesome. That's an anchor. It looks great. Kay. To me, visually, I see the line work's poor, the saturation's poor, this is poor. The application is completely off. So So you're like a you're like a carpenter that walks into somebody's house and says, Your cabinets are straight shitty. up. When I think I, you know, I pay twenty thousand dollars for this right. shit. It's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. But the next carpenter in is like, mm-hmm. no, that's shit, man. Exactly. So, so and shit. that's the way I look at it, as as more of a, a craftsman. Have you ever done a tattoo thinking this is a shitty tattoo and you're going to regret it? Oh, yeah. No matter how good a fucking work I Straight do. Straight up. I, I, coming in, I want um, man cave tattooed over my lower, <laughs> my lower belt, right? Of course. I, I heard yeah. there was a girl allegedly running around in this state that had Ooh. man cave tattooed over her, over her kitty cat. Oh, man. Yeah. Would you do that tat? The, the thing is, is the older I get, my morals kind of start kicking in there a little bit. <laughs> what little ones I have, let me preface that. Okay. Um, but when I started out, fuck it. That's 80 bucks. That's 100 bucks. Yeah, that's 200 true. bucks. Right. I need to pay my bills. Right. I don't have anybody in the chair. Right. Um, nowadays, no, I, w- I probably wouldn't you do wouldn't that. You wouldn't do it? So, so there's, I, mean, I know there's well, people out there that get their asshole tattooed. So, oh, I mean, shit. Yeah, so I, I'm not playing in that. What, what's the strangest place you ever tattooed? I mean, I've tattooed. I haven't tattooed any male genitalia. No um, usually, mm. the guys will go to the girls to get you that can stuff. Start there, Keith. Don't do it, man. <laughs> Thank you. I'm listening Don't to him. He's a professional. It, it, if I was, if you came to me and said, "Hey, tattoo my cock and balls," I would be like, "Okay, uh, my handling fee goes up, <laughs> my price goes up, right. all hey, this shit goes hey, up." And you better work out for about six months to oh, lift yeah. this motherfucker. And then wash out. your balls. You better wash your balls. <laughs> oh, they'll be clean. They'll be clean and shaved for you, man. Okay, so I got a story talking on this real quick. Go ahead. I had a lady come in recently. Super sweet lady. Um, she had just barely had her breasts on. Okay. Uh, and she wanted so-and-so's titties tattooed on each breast. And I can't remember the name. It was her man's name. So it said name titties. Woodrow's (laughs) titties. Okay. He's got fucking 15 kids. I'm sure it was his fucking girl. (laughs) And I'm thinking about this and I'm like, lady, like your dude's claiming you right now. Right. You know what I mean? I don't care if he paid for them. I don't care what the instance is. This is your body. You have to live with this. I, I see that pretty regularly, not so much in my shop anymore, but on that, on that walk-in shop that I worked at, uh-huh. I mean, there would be once a week, a lady would come in with her boyfriend and he would be talking the whole time. She wouldn't say a word. He would sign his name and I would tattoo that name on her, on her breast, 18 years old, boom, 
name of, you know, Rico Suave right across the fucking city. <laughs> ole, Whatever. Ole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, uh, kind of along those lines, um, has your, I feel like, at least my outside opinion looking in, when I go to your shop, I feel like your shop has kind of created an image for itself, of right? Course. So, you don't get a lot of that, and is that because of the image you guys portray? Is that because of the guys that you work with and hire? I mean, how does how do you how do you kind of weed out that those people that come in and want that stuff? Well, for me, I'm trying to do more of Americana and Irizumi, you know, Japanese style right. tattooing. So if I can, you know, litter my walls or clutter my walls with those same images, you know what you're getting when you walk in there. Right. Um, some of these shops that are more walk-in based, you know, they they'll tattoo anything and they're trying to collect money. And I've hit a point in my career where I, fuck money. I had a dude come in. Okay, crazy story. Here. A couple, probably about four or five months ago, there was a guy that was found in a ditch dead. I don't know if you guys remember. He was all over the news, uh, redhead kid. Um, he was allegedly murdered. I don't know, or something along those okay. lines. Okay. He was in my shop a couple months prior to that, and he wanted to get tattooed. Okay, and he he says to me, "I have twenty five hundred dollars cash right now. If you you know fit me in next week," and I said, "I don't want your fucking money. Like I don't mm-hmm. care about what." His tattoo wasn't something that I was trying to further my career in. Sure. So I said, keep your money. I don't care. $2,500 bucks sounds nice, but my dignity, my will to create something that's bigger, better than, sure. than that money is, is more important. Right. So I think that's with our shop, it's the same thing. We're trying to eventually you know, knock out 50 back pieces in a year and, and, and do that thing where our peers are like, oh, yeah, you're on the right track. You're okay. doing what you should gotcha. be doing. Um, I'm embarrassed sometimes to send a tattoo out of my shop that isn't something that I'm trying to – if you came to me and you're like, I have this bottle and I want it to look like watercolor and blah, blah, blah. I don't – it's not fundamentally built in a structure that should or be tattooed and or hold up. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. So, so I see people – or and I've talked to a few people that I said that, that want wa- this watercolor tattooing, right? right? It looks really neat to begin with, right? I don't and know I, what it is. Will you explain it to me? It's you've seen watercolor paints before, right? Yeah, like it, it kind of a smeared, um, soft color, not sharp edges, right? R- yes, and people want that <laughs> tattoo. <shit. laughs> yeah, you don't like it. And I and well, I tell people, I said it's going to fade in a few months, and it's okay. going to look like a I, smudge. Yeah, it, okay. not even a smudge. It's going to look like. Uh, spotty pieces of whatever it was you throw had up. before. It's yeah. going to look like Skittles threw up on your own. <laughs> and do you get much of that? Well, no, because I try not to. I, I've done them in the past. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I've done, I've tattooed portraits all the way down to every type of tattoo you can imagine I've tattooed. Uh, the thing is, is I know on my ability how a tattoo should be applied and what that in lines with, with what I'll tattoo. So do you talk them out of that or I do. do you just, or I'll send them to somebody I know that will do it. Okay. You know? Oh, I like that. Cause you to have me, a lot of ethics. Of course. Yeah. And, and Not of course, cause there's a lot of guys out there that don't, well, you're, right. you're the anomaly. Because I was, I, I was going to say this going along with that. I've, I've been in a few tattoo shops. I've been in your previous ones and you walk in, it feels dark. I uh-huh. feel like, you know, I'm not a rough guy. Anyone that's listened to this or seen... I'm they not, know that. Yeah. Five minutes to listen to <laughs> yeah. your ass, okay? I'm not a tough guy. I get intimidated going into these places. Uh, I go into the new... I go into his, uh, Shay's shop, and it's it's welcoming, you know? You know, I'm probably not 
my grandmother probably wouldn't go in there because it's a tattoo shop. She's not about that. But I feel like it's more inviting, and then I can also express my feeling of what I want better well, than the than the previous ones. Tattoo shops now, going back to my combat zone in Boston, now look like fucking sunglass huts. You know what I mean? They, they, come in. Let, look at the artwork. You on, know why it wall. is, though, is because everybody now wants a tattoo. Sure. So I yeah. need to accommodate right. the soccer moms and the, and yeah. the people. The that, lawyer. Right. Everybody that comes through the door is somebody that 15, 20 years ago wouldn't be walking Never through my done. door. Right. Exactly. And so I have to kind of cater to that. As much as I want to be like, fuck you, I'm not tattooing you uh-huh. because I don't care about what you have to you know, bring to my table. Right. But at the same time. I need to treat them with respect just as much. Sure. It's a business. Exactly. I mean, business, the bottom line for business is making dollar bills. Exactly. And that's where you're at. That's why you own a shop. Um, you're also a straight edger. <laughs> straight edge. Let me correct you, Keith. Straight edge. I'm straight edge. So it's not a straight edger? No. I said that wrong? <laughs> there you go. I'm new to this. That's cool. I remember when I was coming to straight edge yes. with a guy, the X, right? Correct. Yeah. They beat up people for drinking, for smoking, right? Am I right? I mean, a little bit, yeah, depending on the region that you grew up in. All right. Um, you didn't do that? I have not personally beat up somebody because they drink or drink smoke, smoke or do. My, my but I have kicked some dudes' asses. All right, my question with that always was, all right, so I'm drinking, I'm smoking, I'm doing things bad for my body. Now you're going to cause <laughs> a motherfucking $1,100 of dental yeah. work. See, see my, my thinking was, well, if you want to get fucked up in the park, get fucked up in the park. Okay. You know, don't drive home and kill the kid walking down the street. But, like, it's right. your prerogative. Do whatever sure. you feel is for you. Bobby Brown motherfuckers with Straight you. Up. I mean, your prerogative, right? <laughs> How'd that come about, though? How'd you get into straight-edge culture? Straight okay, so yeah, I grew I up in right. a real—I <laughs> like that. <laughs> Thank you. I grew up in a real conservative family, okay? So top morals, you know, along the lines of not drinking, not, you know, doing things to your body, basically, okay. which was funny and ironic that I tattoo and have <laughs> tattoos. Okay, I get <laughs> that. You fuck out. Wait I get y'all that. see these right. fucking pictures, right? So, I don't know. It would. The, I had friends that were straight-edge growing up, and, and all these kids, you know— I didn't, I associated with them, but like at a distance because I had that same stigma that you thought about these people. Oh, well, they're intolerant of everybody else right. because of their beliefs. Right. Uh-huh. So it took me a while to, to decide that I was going to be straight edge. Uh, but I realized that being straight edge was more my moral compass as myself, not as a group or associated with a bunch of these people. So did I get in fights growing up? Yes, but I was an angry kid. Can you fight? Fuck yeah. My man. I'll fucking... <laughs> My man. I like Why that. do you think I play hockey? I don't play oh, hockey. Oh, shit. I'm, yeah, a, that's right. I'm the fucking goon. All those teeth real? Yeah. All of your teeth real? They're real. All right, all go ahead. In the go front. Ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So, I mean, that it took me a while to, you know, to get into the whole straight edge thing. Um, my biggest thing was, you know, I didn't want to be a part of that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what led me to the tattoos, though. Um, being around, I was going to punk shows, hardcore shows at you know 15, 16 years old, uh, seeing all these bands coming through, being tattooed from Boston, from you know L.A., from all these different areas. Right. I knew I wanted to get tattooed, you know, and, and being around the straight edge, you know, scene, sure, kind of led to that. So straight edge, people that don't understand or don't know, is basically uh, in you know the early '80s, late '70s, early '80s. Everybody was all drug, sex, rock and roll, punk rock, you know. Yeah. So all these punk rockers, or not all, but a few of these guys had this idea. You know what? 
I'm going to start living more of a straight line, straight edge line, okay? Where I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to smoke, I'm not going to do drugs, um, I'm not going to have promiscuous sex. It was basically like Why? this. Why? Why would you choose not <laughs> well, to do those things? I agree, and to some extent, okay? <laughs> but um, I think what it was was it was all age shows that they were playing. So they had 12 year old kids in the sh- crowd yeah, and yeah. seeing this dude coked out of his head singing about whatever. Okay. So this movement starts, okay? It's this I- ideology of basically, you know, not doing those things. Well, so to get into the shows, what they would do prior to that is if you were underage, they would put an X on your hand basically to say, okay. we aren't se- serving you alcohol. Uh, Got it. You have Got an X it. on your hand. So these guys started Xing their own hands up to be like, look, don't serve me. This, okay. is, this uh. is my thing. Don't serve me. So that's kind of where it started off. From there, I'm sure they probably caught a lot of flack because, you know. It was new, all the shit. Well, from there, it turns into more of a streamlined thing where you end up getting these different sects out of there where it's you have your vegan straight edge, you know, kids, you have your hardline straight edge kids, and those are the ones you're talking about, Keith, that would kick your ass for smoking a cigarette. And, well, and, vegans don't eat meat, right? Yeah, they're pussies. All right, so you need protein <laughs> to gain muscle mass. Of course. I doubt a vegan would ever kick my ass. I'd take a room full of vegans, five of them motherfuckers, and I think I'd beat all ass. Well, I know I'd beat all ass. I mean, you, you know enough to know, though, that, like, most straight edge, you know, fights were gang mentality in a oh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was and I don't say gang yes. as in like it was a, a group as far as like, you know, gang bloods crips, right. more as a group of people. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but it's associated obviously with a gang mentality. Right, shit, so. I'd like to talk about you right quick. Where's yeah. your first tattoo at? My foot. What is it? Oh. It's a grenade and it actually has some hardcore lyrics to it, some punk lyrics. Let's hear it. Um, it, it says stand your ground. Okay. So okay. it's a grenade, has None a banner, it says stand your ground. Yeah. Um, at that time, I felt like I was in a transition in my life, getting out of high school or still going through high school. Um, and I, I felt like I needed to be exactly who I was going to be, not mm-hmm. just what was around me. How does a grenade correspond to that though? Oh, I just like the imagery, I think. Okay. I don't know. Um, you were in high school, right? You true, just, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess, did, I right. guess at the end, you know, if, if you're in, you know, one of those bunkers, that was your last stand. You know, okay. you take that grenade, chuck it out, you know. I don't know. So, you ever had your heart broke? Oh, fuck yeah. Where's that tattoo? Oh, man. It's actually on my ring finger. Let's see it. Uh, I got a pair of scissors here um, that basically were severing ties from my ex-wife. Um, ex-wife? Oh, yeah. So are you married now? Currently, yes. All right, so twenty, so you're thirty years old. Thirty years old. So you had an ex-wife. Correct. How long were you married? High school sweetheart. We were together a total of four years. We were married for a year. This is what wow. I'm talking about, millennials. Get the fuck out quick. These motherfuckers <laughs> that stay married for a long time. Your first wife is like your practice wife. Right. All right. Your first husband, your practice <laughs> husband. Get out. If you can get out quick. I fucked up. I've been married for a while with the first one. All right. Yeah. Pay yeah. attention to what you're surrounding. So Shay, you're one of the smart ones. Oh man. I, I, it was a good practice run, let's say that. Yeah, exactly. You know? You, no kids, right? You have no, no kids. kids. No. So you have no reason to talk to her. Hell no. I cut her straight out. I haven't seen her since we signed the papers. Uh, I saw her once in a, in a, like a Savers or some shit, but it was like my homie and I were walking out of the, out of the store uh, and he starts pushing me from behind. And uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck are you pushing me for? <laughs> I'm getting aggressive, you know? Cause at that time I'm like ready to kick everyone's ass at that point. And, uh, I look around and my my ex is walking through the door, you know, and that mm. that was pretty much it. That's the last time I've seen her. Do you have any tattoos you regret personally? No, I don't regret them because it's timeline for my life. Okay, that's times that 
And I can remember where I was at, who I was with, what I was doing, even if they were good or bad. And you just recently got one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I got tattooed the other day. Uh, I got yeah. a couple uh, flies, you know, some fly fishing flies. So, so periodically through your life you've been tattooed, and so you look at what you've got and you're like, okay, I was this age and this is what exactly. was going on and this and this and all the way up through it all up until a week ago or whatever of it was, right? Yeah. Um, have you seen or read The Illustrated Man? Uh, it's an old book. No. Basically, it, his life is laid out that same way where you look at his legs and it has a story to tell when he was 20. And then it goes, I haven't read it, but I know the, the general gist of it. And okay. that's kind of how I feel about everybody that has tattoos, especially that gets heavily tattooed. Uh-huh. You shouldn't regret them. Like I said earlier, I don't regret any of my tattoos. I just wish I would have put more time into other areas first. But having said that, you do a lot of cover-ups. Yeah, I do. All I right, do. So, I, so when people come to you, not the cover-ups, the people you, you're dealing with on a, on a first-time basis, I want to get um, Mike's pussy tattooed <laughs> on my back. All right, all right, right. I want to get Jenny's dick tattooed over my bladder. Of course. What's the conversation you have with these people? Oh, fuck. I talk a lot, and I clam up. I really do. I get uncomfortable for them because I know in five years they're going to be like, they're why did it. I fucking do this? Right. You know? yeah. um, I try to talk people out now. Like I said earlier, I, I would just be like, that's 80 bucks. I'm making yeah. that money. But now right. it's, it's definitely like, are you sure you want to go through with this? This is something that you have to live with forever. Mm-hmm. I know that there are ways to remove it. Like we well, talked earlier. You have to live to forever unless you got sandpaper handy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jesus. So, Speaking of you that's with that, right? That's, that's true. So, yeah, I, it's there. Now there's a lot of uh, tattoo removal shit, and it's really not that expensive. And it's really, yeah. it's good, too. Yeah, that's so I, aside from sandpaper and a wood block, I mean, <laughs> I've seen the laser. Ha, have you heard of any, I mean, I guess you said filleting them. Uh, anything that, else? When I hear filleting, that's that prison shit. That's yeah. that motherfucker that's sack, saw, whatever. And they're like, oh, you talk to that black guy? Come here, motherfucker. Let me yeah. take that <laughs> off you. Okay? You ain't earn that no more. You know what I mean? It, I've seen, there was a video online that was viral for a minute that was, it was like an auto mechanic or something. And he had a pneumatic grinder. And he put a wheel on there, Ouch. like a flapper wheel. Damn. Put it to his arm and just was like, taking it out. You know? Shit, let me tell you something. If I stick a Q-tip too far on my ear, oh, same I, way. I, I'm fucking reluctant for about a week and a half <laughs> cleaning my ears, right? I'm the same Shit. way. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking latest mob hits? Have you? We, we call them mob hits. You say, you say you listen to us. The mob hits. James Franco just got accused of uh, yeah. sexual harassment. Yeah. All right? I, you know, I, I've talked to Wood about this recently. It's a dangerous time to have a Big dick. Big time. Yep. Big right? time. Um, I got a dick. I can't hide this motherfucker. Of course. Even if I tuck it, you see it running up my back. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll whip this motherfucker out. But what I'm saying is, yo, it, it's just a weird world where you could just say, hey, 15 years ago, yeah. Shay molested me in my fucking, in my, my tattoo chair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wood molested yeah. me in my podcast room eight years ago. It's just a weird world. And I'm not saying this shit doesn't happen. I'm saying this. My problem's always been, why don't you talk about that shit when it happens? Of course. So, have you seen the latest? There's a uh, Keanu Reeves photo floating around. Have you seen this? No. I have not. This, no. Is, this is ridiculous. It's So, it's Keanu Reeves, and he's like, like a, I don't know, a Hooters or somewhere where the, the waitresses are attractive. And he's got... They're standing up next to him, and they're kind of—they've got their hand on him, like, "Oh, we're taking a picture with Keanu." Oh, he's got his arms extended out, not touching him. And it's—if somebody circled him and said, 
to you know they I play see. off the matrix and they say you know to avoid future I like lawsuits. That. Yeah, and he's got to keep. But they've got their hands on him. That's where we're at. Is it, uh, Why is not it, circle their wait, hands? You said this probably two, three podcasts ago. It's a dangerous time to be a fucking man. It really is. Um, Steven another, Seagal, I think, another, was recently, too. Go ahead, brother. Wasn't Steven Seagal Steven Seagal, recently, he's, yeah. not, he's, yeah, yeah. Not, he's in the batter's box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys see the thing with H&M? H&M? You see that shit? Uh-uh. H&M? H&M. 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 The clothing yeah. store, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So this yes. brother, yep. little young brother, probably seven years old, H&M put him in a shirt that said... A green sweatshirt, yeah. Coolest monkey in the jungle. Did I say that right? Yeah. And I, everybody's I coming down on H&M. Young bra- black kid. Young black yeah. kid. Okay. All right. Yeah. Everybody's coming down on H&M. The problem I have with that is where the fuck are the parents at? Because I know for a fact my mother, my aunties, my uncles would never let me wear have that you, shirt. Have you... Mm-hmm. S- the mom spoke out on it. What'd she say? Um, is it H&M? H&M. Yeah. So everybody's yes. coming down on H&M. My, my one of my anybody who knows me out there, my saying is always take what the defense gives you. If defense lets you do that, do that. Of course, even if it's fucking unorthodox, do that. So H and M's just taking what the defense gives you. Where's right. the mother at? Right here. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, and I'll read her statement um, <clears throat> because I was reading about this. I thought the same thing. I said, okay, coolest monkey in the jungle. It's a green hoodie. He's a little. He's a little black kid. Yeah, uh, uh, handsome la- kid. Yeah. Mom says, um, I'm the mom of this one. Uh, this is one of hundreds of outfits my son has modeled. Stop crying wolf all the time. Unnecessary issue. Get over it. She also goes on to say, if I had purchased this shirt for my kid and put it on him and then posted it, would there be an issue? Yeah, but here's the thing. Somebody's going to purchase that shirt and put it on some kid. And would we talked right. about this earlier. I talked, I talked about white people adopting black kids. Yeah. All right. Woods got fucking kids left and right. I'm sure somewhere down the line he's got a kid that may have possibly <laughs> been fucking. But what do you got, Woods? You got 62 kids today? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I think I, it gets more and more every episode. My <laughs> thing is this. You need to educate yourself on what is at hand. You got, you, if I'm a father and I got a, uh, somebody want to put a coolest monkey in the jungle on a fucking kid that's mine or any kid. In the room I'm in, I'm going to have a problem with that based on the history of that. You understand what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So for her to say that, she's just trying to get paid. Oh Well, the, the reason that she put it on her kid and had him photographed is because she was going to get paid. Not only that, we're talking about it, right? Well, the, yeah. the, the weirdest thing to me about all of this, whatever happened just wearing a shirt because you're fucking cold or you need to cover yourself <laughs> up? Like, okay, this is where I have a, an issue with millennials, even Go though ahead. I am a millennial. Get him, okay? get him, Shay. Get him, Shay, with a girl's name. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sir Shay to you. <laughs> I don't understand why everything has to be so picked apart. You know what I mean? If you wear a shirt that says it on there, like, fuck it, it's a shirt. You know? Yeah. Who, I, I don't know. I, cool, so, but Shay, coolest monkey in the jungle is a problem. Yeah. That's a historically... I get that. I, mean, I get that. I understand should. that. And so, so, I mean, for you, I mean, you're a tattoo guy. You but try and talk a lot of people out of different for, things. Sorry to interrupt. Do they, you think they made that for, you know, a black kid? Or did they just thinking, like, my little kid's a monkey. He'll cr- climb around. I don't care if they made it for a black kid or if it just so happened to be his rotation or if my little kid's a monkey climbing around. A, a parent. I'm running around and I see because I'm black. Of course. All right. Yeah. So I got all that fucking history shit behind me. I see that on my kid. I'm like, get that off my fucking kid. True. Well, 
right? So what if you just like hold on, hold okay, on, what, yeah. just like if you're a Jew, and if I got a shirt on that says it's hot in here, all switch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, come fuck. Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah, a problem. True. Yeah, true. That's a fucking problem, true. Shay. Yep, yeah, I agree. Y- y- yes, I agree. What if what if what if the kid wearing that shirt was a white kid? It takes a connotation off of it. Okay, and that's all I'm, yeah, that's all I'm it asking, does. right? If, if it's a white kid, it's not a fucking problem. Because right. you white people, what are you, English? Yeah, yeah. yeah. English, that doesn't have the connotation of years and, and, mm-hmm. and centuries of, right. that's a monkey. Of course. That's a monkey. You know what yes. I mean? I, I mean, no, that's I agree cold, with you. real, yes. real. Yeah. You know? And, and so I guess my point in that is not that it's, it, the way they displayed it, they, they, First of all, if you want to do something, pick a different saying. I mean, there's, yeah, you know, all sorts of different shit you could put on a sweatshirt. Yeah. Then you pick this kid to do it, of all things. You're just asking for trouble, in my Absolutely. opinion. You know, Absolutely. there's so many other things. She said, the mom says, this is a one of hundreds of shirts my son is advertised for. My son hundreds, wouldn't put that shirt on, though. Hundreds. My, which my, my son wouldn't put that shirt on, would She has chosen time and time again sure. the right thing. Right. Right? Right. And now she chooses this because, number one, we're talking about it. Okay. Number two, now her name is known. Okay. And number three, her kid is always going to be this kid, so in the future, there's that money to be made. Okay, oh, but shit. And, and, and in terms of having 56 kids, are there any <laughs> kids black? Do you have any black kids? No, no. All right, do you don't have any black? You, 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 every other fucking shit, but you don't yeah. have black. No, right? no black, yeah, because I can't do the hair. I don't understand. Go to Detroit. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you're right, though. Yeah. They're not going to Supercuts. I guess no. that's what you mean to your girls, no. right? Yeah. But my thing is this. Shirt, 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 not that shirt. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. But mom saw payday. Yeah, that's all she saw. Yeah, mom well, saw like payday. You, it's like that uh, Cash Me Outside girl, though. Oh, She's yeah. rapping like you guys have talked about. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody now is just looking for it. It goes to face tattoos. You're, yeah. There's dipshits online that have followers or this or that, things that don't fucking matter in right. life, yep. no skills. But because they look like a freak show... They, they're making millions a fucking year. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, uh, okay, face tattoos. We talked about them quite a bit. H- have you done many face tattoos? I'd, I've done two face tattoos. Just two? Yep. How many requests have you had? A bunch. I, I'll turn them down. Why? I don't... I, I don't want to ruin some 19-year-old kid's life. Okay. What about... There's not a 45-year-old man walking into my shop <laughs> saying, tattoo my face. That is true. There's that not. That is true. It never will happen. Maybe in 20, 30 years... But right now, it's not <laughs> happening. It's what? all these kids that are on Tumblr and fucking whatever other social media that they want to be on just what? to look cool. What about the other guys in your in your shop? And Gal, I guess you, you have a female uh, artist yeah, as well, we right? Yeah. She hot? Yes. She's a very yeah. attractive young lady. Yeah, she's an attractive young lady. She is. <laughs> so if she listened, I'm sorry to her. I'm sorry on this one. I, I, I stand. I, I lay there and I just stare over. Anyway. Okay. Do they... Do they follow the same kind of compass as you do, or do, are you? Do you allow them to be do what they want to do? They're their own tattooers, but at the same time, I agree that, or I, I feel that I tell them, you know, basically, this is my morals as far as what we should be pushing as tattooers. It's mm-hmm. our responsibility to let these kids know, like tattooing your hands and tattooing your face and tattooing your necks is not a, a smart idea. Right. But they're going to go down the street. 
I mean, fuck, we have a, t- a tattoo shop that opened up on our doorstep, literally a corner across the way. Right. They'll go over there and get it for half the price and get it done horribly. So somebody's riding off your coattails, oh, basically. fucking straight up. You want me to go fuck them up for you? Uh, <laughs> it's cool. They'll get what's coming to them. Their ability isn't on our level. So right. th- they'll eventually weed themselves out. All right. So do you see that? Um, I had a question about this a while ago. So do you see... So there's all those dark sh- shops, right? I mean, there's shops that have been out there for a long, long time, and they stay in there for a long, long time because they're known. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the names of some of those because I don't want to give them any publicity. But fuck them. Yeah. Uh, do you see a lot of shops that open and close because of this reason? I mean, well, you guys do great work. I see all your artists. I see their that. great work. Um, I know that not. You know, all the shops don't always have great artists, but they can't have all shitty ones. Maybe they do. But maybe there's that one. What happens? I mean, do they shut down? Do they move on? What, what well, typically goes right on? right now, the saturation is so high. Yes. Um, everyone's fighting for business. There's only so many people who want to get tattooed every year, and now we have 70, 80 shops in just my city alone. Yeah. So the thing that's different, I guess, now is the kitchen wizards, the scratchers, the guys that learn in prison, the guys that don't take it seriously they're doing as a hobby or whatever the hell they're doing they don't (laughs) do it out of their kitchen anymore it's done in a shop that they signed a lease for so they have a brick and mortar building that they're making money off of they go tomorrow type thing but yeah but eventually people will come in and see you know okay they don't know what they're doing right we're out they messed up my tattoo we're out got it Infections in terms of tattoos, is that prominent? It's pretty rare. Honestly, I would say that a hospital is probably more, you know, you're going to catch something more in a hospital than you would in a tattoo shop. I heard that. We, we clean everything with, you know, However, uh, if you go and try and donate blood, you got to wait at least a year before you can donate blood after having a tattoo. Yeah, which is so strange. I yeah. heard um, tattoo shops are some of the cleanest places around. Is that, is that true? true? Oh, man, I had a guy I come in. He tried to yeah. sell me on cleaning my bathroom, okay? I said, motherfucker, I clean this bathroom by myself every day. <laughs> I know it's good. <laughs> it's clean. Trust me, it's clean. You know, but they think like, oh, it's a tattoo shop. It needs to be clean. I'm going to make money off of you. So we, we talked about the girl with the, with the man cave tattooed over her lower back or abdomen. Right. I saw a one-legged man. This is a true story. I saw a one-legged man in Disney World. Okay. On his stump, he had, I'm the ass-kicking champion. I left my foot in his ass. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It wasn't. I, it said, I'm the, yeah, I'm the, yeah, I'm the ass-kicking champion. I left my foot in his ass. He had one leg. <laughs> you get comedy in a lot of tattoos in terms of oh, amputees yeah. or, or oh, yeah. you know, people with, you know. Not even that. The same. E- even if they don't. I think tattoos should be anything that you want them to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a kid that used to get tattooed at the shop I started out that he did, like, the 12 Deadly Sins or whatever they are right. in ah, potatoes. Seven. Whatever the fuck it is. Remember I'm not seven? religious. Yeah, the seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So he had a couch potato tattooed on him, and it's a fucking spud on a couch. <laughs> he had a holy <laughs> cow. I mean, he just had weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, if that's what you want to do with it, go for it. So I've seen this, and I think it's really – I think it's awesome. Because um, I've had I've had a couple of friends that have had breast cancer, right? And they've had mastectomies. Uh, have you guys ever done? You know, have you seen those the breast tattoos? They re, they'll either redo the nipple and, and give it, or they just tattoo over the, the new breast. Have you guys done any of that work? We I know there's a couple of the guys in the shop that have, uh-huh. uh, but we're not really marketing towards that sure. type of crowd. Um, usually, those type of 
you know, clients will go to these shops that are more along the lines of like the realism or painterly okay. type tattoo okay. shops. Um, nobody wants a dagger and skull on their tit. You know what I mean? Or they well, they might, they <laughs> but but they haven't those been down of, those roads. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, something yeah. a little bit uh, deeper. Yeah. The guys in your tattoo shop, do you feel like you're training them to leave? Because you were once at a tattoo shop and you left and did your own thing and you're doing fucking well. But the cats, how many cats you got with you? Let me think here. I think there's eight of us total in there. And one, one, one girl. One. So we have two females. We have a shop manager and okay. then a female tattooer. And then we have five. Sorry, I think it's five of us that tattoo. Okay. And then we have an apprentice. All right. So apprentice. That's a new guy coming and working off tips, right? Pretty much. All right. So you got the girls, which is a novelty, right? Uh, let, let's be real. You got the girls, so they have that novelty because there was a, a show on. I think it was A and Her name was Cat. Oh, fucking yeah. Cat. You said the same fucking thing. LA right, Inc. Whatever the case, whatever, LA yeah. Inc. Right or Miami or some shit. But started in Miami. That, I think now that, she's got that's her own a novelty show. in terms of tattoos, right? So do you feel like you're training people to leave you, or do you have pretty loyal people, as far as you can tell? The thing is, for me, I, I feel like I'm a loyal person. So the shop I worked at, if if things would have worked in a different way as far as with my boss's personal life, okay. I would have stayed there forever. I would have mm-hmm. tried to make that shop turn into something that I have now. Long term. Right. Yeah. Um, and I tried to do that over years and years until I finally realized, you know, it's probably best that I just sever ties here. Okay. Um, but as far as training people, they're their own people. They're, you know... Th- they're subcontractors under us, technically, according to the state. So if they want to work for me for two years and, and say, hey, I'm moving on to bigger and better things, well, more power to them. Okay. You know what I mean? I, right. I, I look that way with all my relationships, whether it's love relationships, friends, coworkers. Let's experience what we have right now, do what we're doing, and then when things get to that point, we'll, we'll separate and we'll, you know. I also see that you guys... Bring in people from all over the place sometimes, Guest right? Guest artists so and kinda, stuff. So kind of like we do. We bring people in, somebody that's a little different than us. How often do you guys do that and, and why, I guess? So for me, there's so many good tattoo- tattooers out there, so many. And I think that you shouldn't get tattooed by one person all the time. Do I want to do your whole suit? Hell yes, I'll do right. that. But I have friends that tattoo on the East Coast, West Coast, out in Hawaii, in, in Germany. I have all these people that I feel like the – People in my city are not going to go to Germany and get tattooed right. by this lady. So why not bring her here and they can, you know, maybe get on that. Sure. Um, that makes sense. So but we do it probably once a month, you know, once every other month. Uh, it just depends. Sometimes it, tattooing kind of has turned into this kind of gypsy lifestyle and for some people, right. you know. So yeah. I got friends that tattoo that, hey, I'm going to be in, you know, your area in six months. Can I just crash on your couch and make a couple tattoos? Okay. Hell yeah. So – you guys, I know, uh, did an expo. It's been a little bit ago. It's a few months back, but some an expo. Uh, is that something you guys will do again? Is it yeah, feel it was like actually a much? year ago. Um, it's coming up again here in a month. Okay, month and a half. So, so talk, where, where, you'll I'm be sorry, there. I was going to say, yeah, just, just so this one will up, be the International Salt Lake Tattoo Convention. Oh, so man. it's international. Uh, everybody will be coming in from you know all over the world uh, to make tattoos. Okay, so with that. Everybody's coming from all over the world. That's what you just said. Are you concerned about your skills versus no. somebody from fucking Denmark, somebody versus, you know, South Africa? No. You're good. Yeah. Do they come in feeling like, well, I'm from Australia, I'm the shit, so 
There's or people I'm with that. Wherever, yeah. It's ego. Everyone sure. has ego. Oh, yeah. You look at Shit. athletes, they have ego. You right. look at yeah. tattooers, you have ego. Look me in my eyes. I got a fucking ego. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about you. <laughs> so you guys will be there, right? Yeah. You yeah. guys going to be there? Yeah, How we'll long be there. Ago? What's the dates? Uh, I believe it's March 18th through the 20th, I want to say. Uh, don't quote me on that. Okay. We'll look it up. We'll, we'll look it up. But yeah. Do you have kids? No kids. Okay, so if you had kids, if your kid came new at 14 and said, Dad, I want a tattoo. I want you to do it. Here's something that's permeated my life for the first 14 years of my life. How would you feel about that? No, won't do it. I'll make him went to the 21. I 21 is the yeah. age group? I'm yeah. glad you asked that because I was going to ask, what's your, what's your minimum age that you'll... I mean, we tattoo anybody that's of, of age as an adult, 18, 18 and up. But okay. you said 21. If they were my kid. Okay, why 21 over as opposed to 18? That's three years. Yeah, I feel... 18, you can go to prison. Honestly, you can go to fucking war. That's true. They should wait till they're 25. Like, why? Why? I mean, like we were talking with my first tattoo. Why did I get a grenade? I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Okay. You know, yeah. every kid that comes into my shop that's 18 years old is like, I want this sunflower and blah. Okay, well, blah is going to look stupid in fucking five years because right. it's not the trend. Right. So you know? a little bit more maturity than of I course. guess, right? Yeah. So um, plus, who, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, plus two, then you can get on a path of collecting good tattoos. So you're like you, Keith, are empty. I could get you started on Did, a Japanese. Is that what you call me empty? Empty. I'm, I'm fucking soulless. Straight, soulless. You call me empty. <laughs> you, my shit's Finally. full. But my, Finally, somebody said it. You have a heart however on for you want to take that. However you want to take that. <laughs> I take it you have a heart on for what the fuck I got. You're like, look at that like, chocolate motherfucker. I'm going to go. I put a fucking can't mess here. Can't put that there. <laughs> He's even going to give you some more. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so... What, what, what I'm saying is this, in terms of tattoos, all right, consistently, are there things you get tired of putting on people? Of course. Are there things you can do in your fucking sleep? Of course. Yeah, I mean, I've tattooed. I love roses. Roses are classic imagery. They're tattoos mm -hmm. that look like tattoos. Right. I've free-handed roses, like, machine to skin on people. Mm. So no stencil, no, you know, pre-drawn anything. I'll just do it because I've done it so many times. Right. Um, they don't get monotonous to me because I enjoy that imagery. Got it. But the semicolons and the and the infinity signs and the things that I'm not, like I talked earlier, not trying to progress my career in, sometimes they get a little old because I feel like everybody has to have a story behind them. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, you know, I get these. So if, if I come into you, now I get, even for me, I can't stand the infinity. I can't stand the feather going into the doves. I can't. That stuff. Infinity's your amount of kids, though. I mean, because you're just going to keep going. I, well, that's why it's never closed for me. I, I don't have it yet. As soon as I stop having kids, okay. they will be. But is there the one, and 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 you could say, you could, you could not say, is there that one tattoo that when they say it, you're just like, I, I, I want to punch you in the face because I can't stand it. Is there that one? Or do you just say, you know what, whatever. As much as I talk shit on certain designs... I love tattooing. I love the application of tattooing. So, so no matter what. No matter what it is, even if it's a fucking script name or. So do you try and put your own touch on those? Or if they come in and say, I want it just like this, like this, you go with it. Or do they say, I want something like this and you put your touch on it. How, how do you how if do you, you handle that? If you brought me in an infinity sign and you mm -hmm. said, this is what I want, I'm going to give you what you want. But I'm going to tattoo it so clean that the five shops down the street look at it and be like, holy fuck. Damn. Who yeah, tattooed I like that. that. I like, this motherfucker threw the mic against exactly. the wall. He didn't drop. drop. He said, ah! <laughs> Break that bitch. So if I say to you, I want an infinity sign, but I want you to put a touch on it. I could do that. 
you, you'll do something. Of course. I like that, man. I like that a lot. All right. One of the questions I've been wanting to ask you is this. Do you have a dog or a cat? I have two dogs, two pit bulls. Oh, hi, my spirit animal. <laughs> my spirit animal is a white guy with a mustache and tattoos. How long have you had your pit bulls? Oh, <laughs> fuck. I think Duchess is, yes, and that's off the Duchess. Fergie. That's Don't, off the first. No, 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 no. Duchess is from my childhood. My cousin Muffin <laughs> listens to this. And my cousin Muffin had a dog named Duchess who yeah. was off the hook. So Duchess, she's, she's my, my girl. Keep talking. Okay, she's my girl. She She's the older one. She's I think she's seven or eight now. Sure. Uh, both rescues, by okay. the way, too. So yeah, if I'm you not tell sure, me the other yeah. one's name's Bull, I it's will fucking... It's Ruby. It's Ruby. Yeah, Never known a dog named She's Ruby. a little red-nosed pit, so she, Ruby. She a little agitated, She's Ruby? a fucking asshole. Yeah, Ruby Ruby wants to go and yeah. get something, right? Yeah. I, I used to have a pit bull named Roscoe that was a red-nosed, like a little, <laughs> a little, a little angel. But, yeah, uh, she's a dickhead. I think she's she's had altercations like seven dogs in my apartment And you got them both from the... Uh, from Humane Society? Yeah, uh, some kind of rescue, yeah, facility, pound, basically. Oh, that's yeah. somewhere so, that, uh, yeah, they needed some rescue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Duchess was actually about to get put down. They said if we didn't take her that day, they were going to put wow. her down. So, best dog ever. And, and you had him how long? So I've had, I've had Duchess now five and a half years. I love it. Uh, Ruby mm-hmm. is about four years. I love it, man. So. Yo, pit bulls for me are the best dogs at Ever they would so everybody always thinks pit bulls oh they're fighting they eat your kids and they'll fuck your mother <laughs> right but pit bulls for me they'll do anything you ask them to do if you train that dog to be a good lap dog that'd be the best lap mm-hmm. dog on the planet mm-hmm. if you train that dog to climb trees that fucking dog will find a way to climb a tree YouTube it <laughs> it's motherfuckers true. it's true yeah. it's true yeah. I got two pits myself. And these these dogs are the most laid back one. All I need is somebody to bark. And they're the best barkers on the planet. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right? And, and they chase can... mountain lions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mountain lion warning, anyway. Shay, you said you listen to us? I do. Regularly. You, you heard my mountain lion protectors, yep. then, right? Yep. Yeah, those are my boys, <laughs> right? Uh, we got Boston and we got Kamal. Those are some boys. <laughs> Shay, I, I, I got to tell you, man. Um, deal, talk, not dealing. Talking to you. It's been an eye-opening for me. I've never met... Like I said, I've never been to a tattoo shop. I've walked by him. You should stop in. Cat. I know, but then you motherfuckers are going to grab me. I'm not going to force yeah. you. They're going to grab me, put... They're going to restrain you. I'm not going to force you. And, and, me, and I'm going to end up with... <laughs> only God can judge me across my fucking back of my head, right? We would never. Guys your size are usually the ones that cry. You've so. <laughs> <laughs> pulled fiction all over again. Yeah, right, right. But you know what? This, this has been really interesting, man. And with that, I'm going to ask you this. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. All right, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave this ending a little bit brief because there's not much else to say after this. This was awesome. So hit us up on the email. Uh, so what you're saying at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook. That's where a lot of people seem to like to talk shit to us. Um, they talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're looking for some ink and you want to get a tattoo, hit up Shay. Uh, Electric X Visions on Instagram, right? Yep. Tiger Claw Tattoo in Salt Lake City. Yep. Uh, Mill What's Creek. His exact address. Exact address. It's 834 East, 3300 South in Do, Mill Creek, Utah. And you've been yeah. there how many years? Two years. And you got, counting you, you got nine guys? Nine people? There's Eight-ish. six tattooers. Six tattooers. Uh, apprentice. You. Well, I guess seven now. He's apprenticing too. So, okay. yeah. Uh, enough people to take care of your needs. Gotcha. Yeah. So hit them up, guys. If you need something, um, I've spent a... Uh, uh, Mortgage there, so <laughs> go over there. They're good people. You need to finish that shit up. Yes, I do. I, I, I'm not done. What so, was crying? <laughs> ow, ow. 
I, I had to I had to pawn a kid to get one of them. So <laughs> luckily I got enough to go. So anyway, guys, hit us up. I uh, hope you like this. Uh, shout out. Uh, give us a an email. Uh, social media, whatever. Uh, look up Shay. We'll uh, tag him in our stuff so you know where to find him if you need him. Right on. And as always, Shay, Keith, it's a pleasure. We out. Well, that thing-